0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Les dejo un secreto. Cuando la salsa picante del spicy crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's cae en el wrapper, se convierte en un tip para tus papitas. Esas papitas y refresco mediano que te llevas gratis al comprar cualquiera de los crispy chicken sandwiches de McDonald's por el app. Crujiente, tiernito y jugoso. Es pollo a la McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa. válido del 28 de febrero al 3 de abril del 2022. Solo en McDonald's participantes de Estados Unidos. Válido una vez por semana. Se requiere descarga y registro de la aplicación de McDonald's.
1: And here we go again. Hey folks, and welcome to the Miller Frost Show. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. And I hope everyone out there is having a grand gale time this weekend. I know you folks on Racist Martha's Vineyard, you folks are definitely, or you did have a grand gay old time last night. Did you see White Boy Malcolm X? Did you see that news article I sent you on the Obama's, on Barack's 60th birthday party? Yes, the one in the Post. Apparently, folks, a DJ at the birthday party posted some pictures online. He got in a little bit of trouble for doing that. They did make him delete those pictures, but they were definitely having a grand gay old time out there on racist Martha's Vineyard. I just wonder, white boy Malcolm X, I wonder if anyone out there, any of their fancy guests out there, if any of them cut Michelle off in line for birthday cake. And if you folks are out there going,
2: well, Miller, Miller, who would cut the first lady off in line to get birthday cake? That's just crazy.
1: Well, folks, I don't disagree with you. That is crazy totally crazy, to cut the former first lady off. Poor Michelle Obama. She is the most oppressed BIPOC chick out there these days. It is really, really, really hard being Michelle Obama. And the only reason I bring that up as a possibility, as a hypothetical situation, is that it's kind of happened before. Remember, folks, poor Michelle Obama she was cut off in line at the ice cream stand by some racist, over entitled white chick out there on Martha's Vineyard. If it's happened before to poor Michelle, chances are it'll happen again at some point. I don't know. I was just wondering. I mean, I guess we'll find out at some point if something like that happened. Michelle isn't above yapping on, yep, yep, yep,
0: yep, 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 yep.
1: complaining about some white chick, some stupid, racist white chick, cutting her off in line for ice cream so I can very easily see her doing the exact same thing over a piece of birthday cake, even if that cake is for her husband. So White Boy Malcolm X, keep an eye out for that. I have no doubt if that happened, we'll be finding out about that soon. So let's go ahead and jump into our news headlines. And this first one, Man, you virgin pajama boys living in your parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll, playing with your shelves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, masturbating to Marvel Films, freaking out your parents, freaking out the neighbors. This story is for you, and it's from BGR. Thor Love and Thunder leaked set photos show the movie's big villain. Apparently, folks, for those of you not in the know, those of you with real lives, who don't have to worry about these sorts of things. Apparently, Christian Bale, who White Boy Malcolm X and I just saw in Ford versus Ferrari, he is he is playing Gore the God Butcher. I have absolutely no idea who Gore the God Butcher is. I couldn't care less who Gore the God Butcher is. And I say that, folks, even though. I know it's going to trigger all those virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll, doing all that other weird crap down there. My indifference to Gore the God Butcher. Man, White Boy Malcolm X, I bet those kids, they're a bit butthurt. Probably yelling at this podcast right about now.
2: How dare you not care who Gore the God Butcher is? Gore the God Butcher, he's worse than Thanos.
1: Well, I couldn't care less about Thanos either, not to double-trigger you folks down in your parents' basement. I thought, White by Malcolm X, I could be wrong, but I thought that Natalie Portman is the new Thor. Well, if all you're giving me is a shoulder shrug, I guess you don't know. That's what I thought. She is the new Thor. I don't know how she can go from Thor's love interest five, six years ago whenever the last time she popped up in one of those stupid movies was, how she can go from Thor's side piece here on Earth to Thor. I don't know. I don't really care. Which, for a third time, for a third time in this segment, is probably triggering you virgin pajama boys living in your parents' basement eyeing at that sex doll, thinking of Natalie Portman as Thor when you're banging that sex doll. I guess we'll find out at some point when they release that film. And just to give you Virgin Pajama Boys some good news, something to look forward to, as if you don't already know, but Loki, the hottest, the sexiest of the Marvel villains, Loki does apparently make a cameo in this film. So off you go to masturbate to that as well. And if you're out there wondering how I know that Loki is the hottest, sexiest of the Marvel villains, Vulture.com, some weirdo over at Vulture.com, ranked 30-something Marvel villains on hotness. So that's how I know that Loki is the hottest, sexiest of the Marvel villains. Tom Hiddleston, just a random aside, folks. He is not hard on the eyes. I know he's not ginger, but would you agree or disagree, White by Malcolm X? Tom Hiddleston, not hard on the eyes. He's okay. Man, you are a bit picky there, sir. But anyway, let's go ahead and move on. This next one is from The Hollywood Reporter and... Jesus, Christmas! Why, why is this in my pile? Waiting to exhale on Megan McCain's departure from the View. I guess Friday was Megan McCain's last appearance on the View, at least as one of the dopey chicks sitting around the table going
0: yep, 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 yep.
1: I'm sure she'll have a book to hawk at some point. Maybe an autobiography, some coloring book about her life. <laughs> she ain't writing a real book, folks. <laughs> she is not that smart. But she'll show up on that show at some point as a guest so she can keep yapping on
0: yep 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 yep, yep
1: with those stupid chicks and her replacement. Not that we care here on the Miller Frost show. No. We could not care less about Megan McCain and those other dopey chicks on The View. I do have to say, though, it amazes me, it really does, how much coverage those dopey chicks managed to get. You want to talk about fake outrage coming out of that program on about a weekly basis, I think. It's always something stupid like, Joy Behar, she'll call Donald Trump a Nazi. She'll be like, oh,
2: Donald Trump's
1: a Nazi. She'll start down that road, and then the high school melodrama The tempest in a teapot begins. Conservatives, falling for the trap, just like they always do, they get the vapors, they start clutching their pearls. Oh, I can't believe that Joy Behar called Donald Trump a Nazi. That's so horrible. Joy, watching the Republicans carry on about her calling Donald Trump a Nazi, she gets to think she's still relevant. She gets to think that people still care what she thinks. And then it's just, Rinse, repeat. It's just this silly drama circle. She says something, conservatives react, which reinforces the behavior. So Joy, she opens up her big mouth again, yep,
0: yep, 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 yep.
1: Starts the circle all over again. So you ladies over there at the View, have fun finding some new useful idiot to replace Megan McCain, and we will keep an eye out for your next staged event. Of course it's staged, wiped by Malcolm X. You're telling me it's not. I do not even want to hear your response, sir. It is absolutely staged. They need that sort of silly high school melodrama for the ratings. What do I always say about Hollywood, those fake liberals in Hollywood? It's all about the Benjamins. And where do they get the Benjamins from? Ratings. Where do they get the ratings from? Silly high school melodrama. That, for some reason, way too many people have to watch, have to get involved in. But you ladies on The View, have fun with your silly, stupid melodrama on your silly, stupid talk show. So you can make huge bank off the ratings. Speaking of drama queens and fake outrage, though, White Boy Malcolm X, how is this one from The Guardian? Rosanna Arquette, I fear the world will fall into the hands of fascist dictators and white supremacy. Another one concerned about the rise of white supremacists hiding about, lurking in the shadows. I have to admit, folks, I do not understand the fascination that white liberals have with white supremacists.
2: Hiding about, lurking in the shadows.
1: Given that they're white liberals, though, we know two things. Number one, they carry on to assuage their white guilt. Number two, they carry on to virtue signal to other white people. Primarily to other white liberals. Those are the only two reasons that I can think of that white liberals carry on like they do. Whenever you hear a white liberal start to carry on,
2: Oh, I love the BIPOC folks. I am so down for the struggle.
1: They're only doing it to either assuage their white guilt or to virtue signal to other white people, other white liberals. If Rosanna Arquette is carrying on about white supremacists, hiding about, lurking in the shadows, I would assume that she's trying to virtue signal to other white liberals probably to get herself more jobs than Hollywood. I don't know what her career is like these days, but I would have to say probably not what it once was. She's probably like, oh, I can virtue signal to other white liberals in Hollywood. Maybe they'll give me a job because I'm down for the struggle. I don't know about you folks, but I, just my opinion, but I think that Rosanna Arquette is just a little too old to be carrying on like a hysterical white woman, shedding those white women's tears.
0: Boo, boo, social justice. Boo, boo, I'm down for the struggle.
1: Those hysterical white chicks, you know the ones that like to go into the inner city, loot, riot, burn, have a grand gale time down there before they haul their lily white asses back to the suburbs, back to the safety of mom and dad. I just think she is. Too old to be carrying on like that. As if we don't have enough hysterical white chicks already doing that, already pulling that shtick. We do not need Rosanna Arquette doing the exact same thing. White boy Malcolm X, you look like you have something to say. Well, yes, she did star in a movie with Madonna. Are you saying that Madonna told her to carry on or... Madonna is influencing her because, let's face it, folks, Madonna, Grandma Madonna, she loves to go on Instagram to show how down for the struggle she is. So you think it's one of those. Madonna, I don't know if she told her or suggested it, but Madonna said something to her about it. She thought she'd go out there and do it. She thought, hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to go out and show how woke I am. Or she just saw Madonna doing it, and she's like, man, I need to get in on that shtick. Something like that. Oh, I have no doubt Madonna probably influenced her in some capacity. Those folks, those folks out in Hollywood, if they see someone else getting media attention doing something, it's, well, it's kind of like our last story about Joy Behar carrying on for attention. She says something outrageous, she gets the attention, reinforces the behavior, so she says something else that's outrageous. When you got one Hollywood star carrying on about being down for the struggle, you're absolutely going to get more of the same behavior, especially especially for folks like Rosanna Arquette, who probably want the attention, need the attention to get their career back off the ground. Okay, Rosanna, bless your heart, dear. Bless your heart if you think that's going to salvage your career, get you the attention you want. But have fun carrying on. Have fun doing all that. From the Sunday Times, Gay Conversion Therapy, My Undercover Investigation. What happened when Emily Sargent signed up with a therapist who believed her sexuality could be changed? We're not talking about this. I do not even know why I put this in this bio, but yeah, not gonna, well, I'll just say this. First off, I am not a fan of these things whatsoever. As I always say, I, Miller Frost, thank God every day that I'm gay. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making me the way that I am, even if it pisses some of you off. That I am the way that I am. If you're out there and you are a member of the tribe. And you're not quite sure you want to still be in the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. If you think that you can talk the gay away. (laughs) At one of these places. I guess that's what they do. I don't know what goes on in those places. I assume that they're just there to talk the gay away. If you think you can do that, bless your heart. Bless your heart. None of my business have at it. If you think that can help get you out of the tribe, get you to being a straight person again, if you think that can help, whatever. Like I said, none of my business have at it. Just to clarify though, I do mean as an adult. If you're an adult, And an adult who knows how to adult, not just an adult living in their parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll, doing all that other weird crap down in that basement. If you're an adult who's adulting, and that's what you want to do, that's one thing. If you're a parent out there, and you've got a little member of the tribe running around your house, I tell you what, folks, after watching Boy Erased, that story about that family that put that kid through that, Quick aside, it's a really good movie. It's got Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, White by Malcolm X, Who's the Ginger? Lucas Hedges. Okay. I knew you would know the Ginger's name, but really good movie showing what it's like for those kids who have to go through a program like that. If you're one of those parents thinking about putting your kid through that, that is, that is absolutely horrendous. And you're a monster. Let me just say this right now. You are a monster if you force that on a kid. Just my two cents there. That and I hope there is a special place in hell for people who put their kids through that. But anyway, random aside though, a second one, sorry folks. I I wonder, White Boy Malcolm X, I wonder what is going on with Milo Yiannopoulos, his gay conversion therapy center, and happy ending day spa, the one he's supposed to be opening up down in Florida. We have not seen anything on that queen in quite some time, which, let's face it, folks, that's kind of odd for Milo Yiannopoulos. That queen craves attention. I'm sorry, that ex-queen allegedly supposedly possibly maybe that ex queen he craves he craves the media attention just like he's kind of like joy behar <laughs> in that sense yapping on
0: yep 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 yep
1: just for the attention i just wonder if that has actually gotten off the ground if that ex gay allegedly supposedly possibly maybe if he's got that new cash cow up and running just yet Wipe on Malcolm X. We need to check in to see where that queen, oops, sorry, again, X queen, see what he's up to. From the New York Post, Apple to scan U.S. iPhones for images of child sexual abuse. So apparently, folks, Apple, they are going to start scanning uploads to iCloud for child pornography. And if they find it, they're going to shut your account down and tattletale on you to Popo. And what was fascinating, at least to me, was that the article talked about the slippery slope that this was going to create, especially now that everyone knows the technology is there. Only the creepy perverts who get off on little children, only they are going to complain about this. The vast majority of the people are going to be like, eh, I don't care. I got nothing to hide. Scan away, Apple. Have at it. A hypothetical that the article talked about, though, is what happens when the communist Chinese go to Apple and say, hey, can you do us a favor, Scan for these things for us, please? Which, let's face it, folks, if the communist Chinese are asking Apple to go look for things, it's probably to catch dissidents so they can send them out to the Xinjiang province in China, lock them up next to the Uyghurs. Maybe... They can also pick cotton to make shoes for black NBA players, just like the Uyghur slaves do now. But what is Apple going to do when the chi go to them and have them start hunting for their dissidents? That Queen Tim Cook, you know what he's going to do? Uh, sure, we can absolutely do that, as long as we can have access to your slave labor to make our phones cheap, and we can sell our phones in your market. We will absolutely go do your dirty work for you as long as we can make a buck off it. And I'm sure the the woke folk out there, they are probably masturbating to the idea of getting Apple, woke Apple, to start searching for the unwoke. As we know here on the Miller Frost Show, those woke folk out there, they fantasize, they masturbate to the idea of putting folks like white boy Malcolm X and I on a train to the re-education camp to get our minds right. I mean, we'll be in good company, don't get me wrong. We'll get, I'm sure Gina Carano will be there. I'm sure J.K. Rowling will be there. I'm sure everyone who disagrees that a woman can have a penis, all those folks will be there too. So you kids over at Apple, Tim, you and your merry band of woke virgin pajama boys, have fun Figuring that one out. I tell you what though, Wipper Malcolm X, I know that I am definitely getting an upgrade to first class on the train to the re-education camp. Especially, especially when woke Apple finds the show files <laughs> up in their cloud.
0: Today, what business needs most is creativity. So let's create new possibilities, from intelligent automation to security that hunts for threats in the wild. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. Learn more at IBM.com.
1: From Boston.com, Fenway Parks Concerts, all white people again, this is unfair. Unfair, White by Malcolm X. It is unfair, that Fenway Park Concert just has Whitey down there up on stage. <sighs> okay, then, all you good woke folk down there in Boston. We have never been down for a Fenway Park Concert. I hear it's a good time, though. I have uh, I've known a couple people who have gone to concerts down there. I hate to admit, yes, they're all white, but they really enjoyed those concerts. And I hope this isn't too triggering, To all you good woke folk out there. But new kids on the block. I believe they just performed at Fenway a couple nights ago. You want to talk about a Lily White concert. Kind of like a Taylor Swift concert. But for Gen X. I can picture White Boat Malcolm X. I can totally picture a new kids on the block concert. bunch of screaming hysterical Gen X chicks. And queens. Totally see those two, <laughs> those two groups carrying on at a New Kids on the Block concert. The issue here, though, folks, let's let's get serious for a moment. The issue here is that we do not have music performer equity. If Whitey gets to take the stage, just like the New Kids on the Block did the other night, if Whitey gets to go up there, BIPOC, BIPOC needs equal stage time as well. Even if BIPOC don't want to play at Fenway, I read the whole article, folks, and nobody is accusing anyone down there at Fenway of being discriminatory. Nobody is saying, BIPOC folk, they are not welcome to play here at Fenway. So theoretically, BIPOC folk are like, Meh, I don't really want to play down there at Fenway. Maybe they prefer air conditioned arenas, maybe, maybe in those air conditioned arenas, they have nicer green rooms for them to hang out in. Who knows why BIPOC don't play at Fenway? What I do know, though, is that equity, that means that Whitey don't get to play there either. If the BIPOC folk can't get on stage, even if folks, even if they don't want to go up on stage, if BIPOC ain't on stage. Whitey shouldn't be allowed to be on that stage either. Remember, folks, equity to the woke folk. Equity is about making everyone equally miserable. It's not about equity of opportunity. The stage is there. BIPOC, you want to go up there? Have at it. More power to you? We'll sell the tickets for you. It's not about equity of opportunity. It's about equity of outcome. Whitey can't get up on that stage unless BIPOC gets up on that stage. It don't matter that BIPOC don't want to get up on that stage. There can't be a stage for anyone to perform on if there is an equity in performances. So you folks down there in Boston, enjoying those concerts, enjoy them while you can before the woke folk ruin yet another good time. From Breitbart, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, faces backlash after admitting he said F slur a few months ago. So Matt Damon, folks, apparently he used the word faggot at some point a couple months ago. I, of course, as I've said several times on this podcast, I couldn't care less if a straight guy uses that word. I don't know why, but it's just... Something straight guys call each other to question each other's masculinity. I think it's kind of silly, personally, but straight guys, they love to have some sort of pissing contest over who's the most manly. Oh, I'm a real man. You're not a real man. You're a faggot. The worst part about this story, though, and what I found most interesting, was that Matt Damon apparently played a bit dumb about how bad that word is. Like he got to, he's about our age, White by Malcolm X. He's around 50, plus or minus a year or two. Like he got to that age, around our age, not knowing how butthurt some people get when that word is used. It has, it's got quite a few people scratching their heads going, there are really dumb lies that nobody believes, and then there's this, which stretches credulity, to say the very least. I don't think anyone really believes that his daughter, it took his daughter educating him on the use of that word, or the non-use of that word. I don't think anyone believes that coming out of his mouth. He really just, to me anyway, He really just should have owned up to it and moved on. Yeah, I used the word. Kind of stupid. My bad. Sorry about that. Won't happen again. Trust me, folks. The queens are not going to be upset if he comes out with an apology like that. It's Matt Damon, folks. He's still got it to a lot of queens out there. He checks off a lot of boxes. I'm sure the Gabies out there, you know, folks, the ones with daddy issues, They're all like, oh, Matt Damon, he'd be a great daddy. Older queens, like me and White Boy Malcolm X, ones who like their men age-appropriate. It's Matt Damon. He's a good Hollywood lefty. If he were really, truly homophobic, he hated the queens. I find it hard to believe he would have half the career in Hollywood that he's had. The gay mafia Folks, and I just say that to to trigger some of you folks out there, the gay mafia, they have a huge amount of power out there in Hollywood. We're everywhere out there in Hollywood. Trust me on that one, folks. If he truly hated members of the tribe, they would sabotage his career six ways to Sunday. It would have been dead a long time ago. And if that's not bad enough, Matt Damon using that word, Matt Damon coming out and going, man, I had no idea that was a bad word to use. People coming out and going, man, I'm really butthurt that he used that word. If all of that isn't bad enough, the race hustlers, they also had to get in on the action. For example, this stupid woke BIPOC chick, Adriana Lawrence, she's a panelist on something called Young Turks. She goes out on Twitter, and this is what she said. If Matt Damon's using homophobic slurs at the dinner table in 2021, you can't tell me he's not using racist slurs too. So to idiots like that, and folks, I have zero doubt that there are quite a few BIPOC folk out there thinking the exact same thing. Thinking that if Matt Damon is using the word faggot at the dinner table. He's also more than likely using the N-word as well. So Matt Damon is allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe. Not only is he a homophobe, he hates members of our tribe because he's using that word. He's also a racist on top of that. Of course he is, though. I mean, I suspect he probably is. He's white, after all, and everyone knows that not only does whitey suck, but whitey is a racist. Matt Damon, he's white. He's got to be a racist. I'll tell you what, though, white Bo Malcolm X, those BIPOC folk, they will, if they're turning this into a racial issue, a possible racial issue, accusing Matt Damon of being a racist pig on top of being a homophobe, I would have to say there is, well, we know this for a fact, there is nothing they won't call racist. There is no line they won't cross to paint someone as a racist or a bigot or what have you. That's just how those folks roll. That is how they enrich themselves selling that woke crap, calling Whitey, even Whitey like Matt Damon, calling Whitey a racist. So good luck out there, Matt if you are listening to this podcast, good luck out there. You are definitely going to need it. I'll just say this, though. Stupid hurts, but I think you'll be just fine at the end of the day. I would, if I were you, just go ahead and write a check to Glad. Just go ahead and write a a second check to the Human Rights Campaign. Make them big checks. The bigger the better. Just trust me on that one. Go do yourself a Media Apology Tour. Go speak to the celebrity members of the tribe. Go on like Robin Roberts show. Go talk to Anderson Cooper. Myth Cooper. Tell him how really, really, really sorry you are for using that word. You'll be, you'll be good with the queens. You write those checks. You go on that media tour. Everything will be okay. And take it from me on this one as well. Just ignore those leftist BIPOC folk trying to call you a racist. They are going to do that anyway. And why? Again, because Whitey sucks. And for our last news headline, man, this podcast is going quick. This one is from Pink News, those girls over at Pink News, and White Boy Malcolm X, thank God you are sitting down, sir. Thank God that you have already had an Italian beer, because this headline well, you may throw up that Italian beer after I read it, but how is this? Daddy Pete Buttigieg. Yes, that pocket queen Pete Buttigieg. And no, we still do not know how short that pocket queen is, but Daddy Pete Buttigieg. If that doesn't make you want to throw up, I don't know what will. But Daddy Pete Buttigieg works out topless and transports the gays to thirst town. Hold on a second, Wipo MacMax. There is more. To, there is more. Unfortunately, sir. Sorry. There is more to that headline. You know what? I'm just going to read you the whole thing. If you haven't thrown up yet, you probably won't. So let's start that over. Daddy Pete Buttigieg works out topless and transports the gays to Thirst Town. Pete Buttigieg was promoted by popular demand to secretary of sweat after running shirtless in a park prompting countless thirsty replies from followers. And folks, I I have one thing to say about that. If you think that that pocket queen, Daddy Pete Buttigieg, if you think him, shirtless and sweaty, is a thirst trap, if that's what you're thinking, you are eyeing up Daddy Pete Buttigieg shirtless and sweaty and going, man, I would love, 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 love to tap that. If you're doing that out there, you have a, a severe mental illness. I folks, I, even as gay as I am, I would, I would probably think about a woman before I would ever, 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 ever think about pocket queen Pete Buttigieg, in that way. Not going to happen. Ever. Full stop, as they like to say. But can you imagine, white boy Malcolm X, can you imagine the possibility that this is creating havoc at the Buttigieg household? Because if you can't, sir,
2: I certainly can. Oh, Pete, I see you made the news again. Oh, really, Chasten? We're really close in the Senate on the infrastructure bill. Does it have to do with that? I think you're just saying that to trigger me, Pete. Now, Chasten, we really are close on the bill. Oh, so I'm getting my $2.7 trillion to remodel all the gay bars in the state of Indiana and Washington, D.C.? No, Chasten, it's the $1.2 trillion. We're hoping to get that. So I'm not getting the $2.7 trillion you promised me. Chasten, I never said that. Well, that's what I heard. That's not what I said. Well, that's what I heard, Pete. Justin, what's the news story about? Well, it's not about my $2.7 trillion. I can tell you that much right now. Well, what's it about? Well, apparently, Pete, apparently you were out and about running shirtless and you were all hot and sweaty and all the queens, they are all a gaga that you are a thirst trap for them. Oh, really? I am? Yes, apparently you are no longer the Secretary of Transportation. You are the Secretary of Sweat. Oh, really? I am? I'm sorry, Pete. Am I not enough for you? I never said that, Jaston. Then why are you going out there and getting all hot and sweaty and shirtless for all the other boys to see? That is That is for my eyes only, Pete. I did not give you permission to run around shirtless out there and have all those other queens looking at you. Well, Chaston, it was really hot and I didn't want to sweat in my t-shirt. Oh, so you don't want to sweat in your t-shirt. But you got no problem sweating in your suits because you got to ride that stupid bicycle one block. You got no problem getting those cheap suits all sweaty and wrinkly. No problem with that though, huh? Chaston, I told you this several times. I ride that bicycle to promote alternative methods of transportation, greener modes of transportation. That's part of my job as the secretary of transportation. But Pete, everyone knows you don't even bother to recycle. So I don't know why you think that riding that stupid bicycle one stupid block is going to change anyone's mind about alternative methods of transportation. The only thing that comes from you riding that stupid bicycle for one block, the only thing that comes from that, Pete, is me having to take those cheap suits down to the dry cleaners all the time. And you know, Pete, exactly how much I hate taking your cheap suits to the dry cleaners. Yes, Justin, I'm very well aware of that. Well, I don't think you care, Pete. No, no, Justin, I, I really do care. Well, I don't think you do. Well, Justin, what can I do to show you how much I care? Well, besides not wearing those cheap suits and besides not getting that road paid between this house and that dry cleaner? Uh, yes, Justin, how can I show you that I care? Would you like me to run around the house all sweaty and shirtless just for you? Well, that's a start, Pete, I guess. Would you like me to do it right now? Okay, Pete. And I think, folks, whew, man, I think we are
1: done, 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 checking in on those Buttigieg girls right about now. I don't know about you folks, but the last thing, I want to hear is those two having makeup sex. Man, that, my ears would bleed like nobody's business having to hear those two carry on. So we are just going to step away from that and let those two girls, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't care what they're going to do. We are going to move on because I have, promised White Boy Malcolm X a smoking gun story, and I intend to deliver. We have not had a smoking gun story in at least a week or two, so I owe White Boy Malcolm X and you folks out there a really, really, really halfway decent smoking gun story. So here is our story. Here is the headline. Couple arrested for mutual pasta battery. Police responding to a 1 a.m. domestic disturbance found a Florida couple, of course, covered in spaghetti following a physical confrontation that resulted in the pair's arrest on domestic battery charges, records show. According to police, Stephanie Lannis, 45, and her boyfriend, Adolfo Rivera, 35. So Stephanie, folks, she is a bit of a cougar getting herself a strapping 35-year-old, were eating dinner early Friday morning in their Clearwater home when a verbal argument turned violent. And random aside to you folks over at the Smoking Gun, I think you meant Friday evening. But it is Florida, so who knows when they get a craving for dinner or a craving for spaghetti. It could be on Friday morning. During the physical confrontation, police allege, Lannis and Rivera each shoved a plate of spaghetti in the other's face. In their face, white boy Malcolm X. These two idiots hitting each other in the face with a plate of spaghetti. When a Clearwater Police Department cop arrived at the residence, and bless your heart, bless, bless, bless your heart, to the poor beleaguered Popo from the Clearwater Police Department who had to show up and deal with this hot mess. The duo was still covered in spaghetti upon officers' arrival. The mutual combat for which alcohol was a factor, second aside to you folks over at the Smoking Gun, it's Florida, of course there's alcohol involved, led to Lannis and Rivera each being arrested for domestic battery. They were booked into the county jail and released the following day on their own recognizance. Both Lannis and Rivera have pleaded not guilty to the... (laughs) Of course, misdemeanor count. A judge has allowed them to have contact while the case proceeds. So we might, folks, we might get a sequel to this hot mess between Stephanie Lannis and Adolfo Rivera if the judge has said, yeah, you two can keep hanging out with each other. Lannis was arrested in October 2024, get this folks, allegedly stabbing Rivera in the arm with a knife during a drunken confrontation. So these two idiots, this is not their first time at the rodeo. This time, though, he hit back with his own plate of spaghetti. Prosecutors subsequently declined to pursue a felony aggravated battery case against Lannis, whose rap sheet includes multiple convictions for narcotics possession. Third aside to you folks over at the smoking gun, who gets charged with a felony... with a felony conviction in the state of Florida. Basically, no one, unless it's a murder charge. Even then, you're 50-50. Wipe my Malcolm X. I assume that story needs no further explanation. These two idiots get into a fight, hit each other in the face with a plate of spaghetti, get busted for a misdemeanor, story over, done. We good, sir? Okay, just... Just wanted to make sure I was going to do a reenactment, sir, if you were left confused by that story, but I guess we're good there. So on that note, since I cannot top these two idiots slapping each other in the face with a plate of spaghetti and torturing those poor folks, those poor beleaguered folks over at the Clearwater Police Department with their train wreck relationship, since I cannot top that it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday podcast of The Miller Frost Show. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a great start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.
0: Bet MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. Bet BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, and there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager Washington DC and Virginia only new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700